Hey y'all, this podcast is meant for mature audiences only and contains strong adult language. So if you are under 18, be out. We discuss our experiences, thoughts, and tips on ethical non-monogamy from the perspective of a black married couple. We smart, but we not experts. So this show is for entertainment purposes only. So whether you working out, driving, or listening to us on your home sound system, enjoy the show. What's up, y'all? Thanks for tuning in to the Black and Kinky Lifestyle Podcast. This is The Bomber, and for those of you who don't know, in honor of Black History Month, a.k.a. the month of February, we take the time to feature black sex-positive content creators to tell their story and a little bit about what they do. We're so excited this year because I think we got a pretty diverse group of content creators that are doing some great work around the country. The benefit of this series is that you will get several bonus episodes during the month uh, rather than the typical single month episode and hopefully we'll enlighten you to some folks that you weren't aware of because that's what we do at BNK. We make connections and collaborations. Uh, so I hope you enjoy this series, Black and Sex 2023. Before we get to our guest today, I want to add a bit of context about why they're so special. Collaboratives are when two or more parties work together to create products that people want. They often bring together content creators and businesses so they can be accessed by the people who need them. So many content creators have to rely on collaboratives to get the word out about their product. Collaborative Catalyst are people who start these collaboratives and they bring us into a network of other content creators so the community can access all of us in one place. This benefits the content creators and the people who want to find them. In the sex positive world, we see this happen all the time. This is Naughty in New Orleans, Podbash, and nearest and dearest to our hearts, Podcast Palooza. Through these networks, we met some amazing content creators, but most importantly, we met you. Social media platforms have expanded the power of collaborative catalyst. All you have to do is open a group chat on Twitter or IG and you just started a collaborative. In a world where sex positive content is increasingly being censored, canceled and shut down, collaboratives are becoming increasingly critical. So in the spirit of Black History Month, I just want to lift up the relevance this has to my people for a second. Collaborative practice has been critical throughout the world and across time. In pre-colonial Africa, it was essential. Now, according to Lipton Matthews, some West African tribes that conducted trade from the west part of Africa and traveled to the east part of Africa really had to rely on these collaboratives. Just think about that travel for a second. Africa is a continent. It is a big continent. And when we talk about moving from the west to the east, we're talking about quite a trek. Let me put it in perspective. Imagine walking from California to New York. And once you got to New York, someone told you you had to walk a bit further about the distance of East Europe, the US and Europe. That is what you're walking. Depending on what part of Africa that you're coming from, you could be walking the entire length of two continents. 
and traders would take this long walk carrying all their products, all the products that they wanted to sell, dealing with the elements, bandits, and wildlife. But they kept going, they kept moving from marketplace to marketplace, and they would stay at the homes of what we would think of as collaborative catalysts. These people would not only give them room and board, but they would introduce them to local trading partners and generally assist them in making contracts and arrangements to sell their products. Now, black Americans have also relied on these forces. Collaboratives have been responsible for the ongoing success of black people in the face of opposition related to racism, exclusion, and discrimination. And through our history, we have benefited from collaboratives, including the Niagara Movement, the NAACP, the National Urban League, the Southern Christian Leadership Conference. These organizations brought people and ideas together. For black people, this is really important because whether you're a black sex positive content creator or a business owner, you may understand that information about your product doesn't always make it on mainstream platforms. It doesn't always travel those natural streams of dissemination. I mean, damn, if you're looking for ebony porn alone, you understand this frustration. Google just really, really, really wants to show you white people, even when you're looking for some brown cheeks. At BNK, we honor collaborative catalysts. Whether they are organizing sex positive content or building professional networks, we appreciate them and we wanna honor them. Events like Sex Down South, groups like Black Poly Nation are great examples of how groups can bring networks of content creators in a safe space for black folks to consume. Our guests today are doing just that. Orgasmic Melanin Goddesses, or OMG, is a sex-positive advocate collaborative for the BIPOC community. They create safe spaces for open conversations about sexual health. They are making sexual health sexy and fun. And the founders of OMG are Miss Kiki Love and Miss Nisha B. Hi! Well, my name is Miss Nisha B. And I'm originally from Detroit, but I've been living in Phoenix, this will be my 16th year and I'm a newlywed, just got married in October and we're empty nesters. So we're just really just enjoying our lives right now. And I want to be able to just share conversations about Black people, our people just getting out of our own way and really just not thinking about stuff being white people mm -hmm. shit. If you're interested in it, if you like it, explore it and find your people. And that's our goal is to help people find their tribe. Nisha, you are an empty nester and I'm trying to be like you when I grow up because I got a kid <laughs> right now and I'm telling you, I yo, this lifestyle ain't fun when you got a young kid and no consistent childcare. Like, oh my gosh, it's such I'm a chore. Sure. Now you could just be out here being a freak 24-7. You could go to a party on Hello. Friday, go to another one on Saturday, go to another one for brunch on Sunday. I'd be lucky <laughs> if I get a night out every month. I'm telling you. It's amazing. We get to just have a lot of fun and just do what we want to do. But not to say that some of the kids don't keep coming back asking for stuff and rather than live with me, I'm like, what do you need? You need a couple of dollars? Let me get you know, <laughs> <laughs> <want you> back. <laughs> oh my God. Pay paying the kids to stay away. I love it. Yes. Uh, Miss Kiki Love, gotcha. Yes, I always put the miss on there. Not a missus, not yet. Soon to be, hopefully, one day. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, everybody. I'm Miss Kiki Love and born and raised Bay Area girl, 510 in the house. 
been living in Phoenix for 14 years. Hate it. And hate it in Phoenix. What's there to hate about Phoenix? Is it too hot for y'all out there? Yeah, no. 125 degrees in the shade. Absolutely not. Uh Oh, absolutely not. (laughs) Yeah, no, absolutely not, sir. If I could afford to move back to the Bay Area, oh, I would be there in a heartbeat. Trust me. Uh, miss the, home so much wait the bay area i feel like even if you're making like a hundred thousand that's still at the poverty line that's poor that's poor <laughs> mm-hmm. oh my god that's poor yeah a hundred thousand is like yeah you're poor yeah you're gonna <laughs> live in your car type of wow, situation type wow. of life. seriously i have friends that live that make really really decent money for phoenix standards but for the bay area Absolutely not. I have friends that live in their car. That is unreal. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, is it really, is it, is it even worth it though? Like, I mean, I gotta say if I was making a hundred grand still living in a tent. If you're living by the Golden Gate Bridge, babe, it's worth it. Oh, wow. (laughs) If the the Golden Gate Bridge, just the, the Bay Bridge, the Golden Gate, the Bay Area has culture. And I grew up in culture, you know what I'm saying? Black Panthers. Uh I mean, the whole nine bit, I grew up in culture. So I grew up in that, emerged in that. And Mm -hmm. so there's nothing like it. Okay. It's nothing like yeah the bay even 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 if you're like living it. even if you're living in your car nothing like it you can see that bridge it, from the car yeah, window it's all, it's all good the bridge <laughs> from the car window bro absolutely like <laughs> it, it's like twenty four seven access to anything that you want in the city you mm-hmm. know twenty four seven I used to live on Treasure Island you know so mm-hmm. it's just like it's just gorgeous like every day all day. And I miss home. So yeah. five one oh all day. And it's not yeah. 125 in the shade. Nah, nah. A good 75, crisp 75 degrees outside. Arizona is starting to be it's 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 beginning, it's getting pretty expensive here. Yeah. Um, nah. for example, thank thank God I bought my house when I did when you, when because you, I wouldn't yeah, be able did, to yep. afford it now. <laughs> Absolutely because I, I just looked up. The market is crazy. So no. Mm-mm. Tell me what OMG is all mm. about. So Orgasmic Melanin Goddesses started in, I want to say in 2019. That's when me and my beautiful business partner met in 2019. And we started just this collaboration right because we're both bedroom candy consultants shout outs to bedroom candy put some bombs in there some you know when you record this put some boom, 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 you know what i'm saying i got yes <laughs> <laughs> and so when we met i had this idea for this expo right and she was like you want to do what let's go Wait, so so this was your idea, Miss Kiki? This was my idea, yes. Okay. From God's vision to my brain to manifestation to meeting my business partner to pandemic, and now (laughs) it's happening. Almost 10 years in the making. Oh, wow. Yes, sir. Yeah. So meeting Nisha and her understanding what I see 
and what I envisioned for us as not only individuals, but as business partners in the sex space, she knew instantaneously what I was about. And so we started this company in 2020, right before the pandemic hit, we had our very first event in February of 2020. We literally are three years into our business. And yeah, we, we do fun, sexy events here in Phoenix. So I actually looked at your website and uh-huh. you have done quite a few events. Yeah. So this uh-huh. is the very first expo. Just so, yeah, this is the very first. So oh, it's this is never the expo. Okay. Done. This, yeah, yeah, the Melanated Sex Expo is the very first. And it's the, the first of its kind, because when you go to sex expos like erotica and things like that, the avians, it's very predominantly Caucasian. And so there's a sprinkle of black people, right? But ours, it's literally nothing but black. Everybody's black from the vendors to the educators, to the performancer, to the performance, everybody is black. And I made sure of that. So it was really important to create this, these, this safe space, Mm -hmm. safe space for black folks with black content creators. Exactly. Yeah. And let me just add to that. The whole thing too, is that when you go to these events, a lot of times people feel uncomfortable or they feel like, well, am I, you know, am I the only person of my kind that the only black person that likes or that's into this kink or whatever? And we just wanted to show people that look like them in their area. So the whole purpose of this expo is that we're highlighting local people in the sex, sexual health and wellness industry. So because this is our first event, we know that a great majority of the people that are going to be here are going to be local. Of course, our goal is to expand and be national and global. And we have a feeling that that's going to happen because people from all over are like, what is this you're doing? This is amazing. But when you come on stage and you see someone doing burlesque with wax or doing body paint or be, or someone getting flogged or some, some kind of demonstration or show, you're going to see people that look like you. You're going to find your tribe because we want to connect people. That's our whole purpose too, is we're trying to connect people because Arizona is a transplant state. What happens is a lot of people have moved from so many other areas and they don't know where to find their tribe. They don't know where to find people or what they were into. Maybe they were part of a swinging culture in Chicago or somewhere where they were from, and then they come here and they don't know where to go. And so our goal is to be the premier place for the BIPOC community. So when they come to us, they want to know what's, what's going on in the Black and kinky world. You mentioned burlesque with wax and um and body paint. Yeah. I promise, mm-hmm. I promise you that's not the only thing I heard as you were talking. I was listening. <laughs> but, uh, I heard those two things and now I'm I'm wondering. Hey, you got excited? I did get excited, Miss Kiki. <laughs> Um, so tell me a little bit about who is expected at this expo. What kind of content creators? Oh, okay. So, uh, so there's so many local, amazing local people that we've been able to curate and to been blessed. So many amazing talents here in Phoenix, but the main acts, the two main draws, First of all, Dr. Tamara Rose, she's a womb healer and a doula and an author and a sexpert. 
and she is based in Florida and she works exclusively with Bedroom Candy. And we're so blessed for her to be on the stage and talk about womb health and all that kind of good stuff, right? But um, I'm proud to say, we're proud to say that Sir Prodom expert, Sir Marvelous, and the beautiful Siphon the Unicorn will be blessing the stage and doing a performance that is going to rock everybody's socks off. We oh. are so excited. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So Sir Marvelous, he is a prodom in New York. And him and his beautiful, submissive Siphon, the unicorn, they will be blessing the stage and doing a performance that Phoenix has never seen. People have been coming and asking us, who is this? What, 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 what? Fire, fire play, what? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Fire play. Okay. Yes. All right. Yeah. This is like a that's show what show. For. That's what yeah. that's what Sir is known for. He's known for fire play. He's a sensual yeah. BDSM Dom. So he's known for fire play. But we're also gonna have panels, panel discussions. So one of the panel discussions we're gonna have is sex work is work. So we'll have yes. conversations about the sex work industry and um how there's value in that and how it should be treated as work. We'll have maybe even have conversations about legalization versus decriminalization. We'll have an LGBTQ panel because in our Black community, we want to talk about how we can become allies. We're also going to talk about cannabis and sex. I mean, we have different people. What we did when we put this together is that we reached out to people and we're giving them a platform. So we're like, look, you come on stage, This is our topic. We're talking about sex, but you might be a nutritionist. So you can talk about how nutrition affects your sex life. But then you can also say, by the way, I make meals. I'm a nutritionist. If you need a nutritionist here, here's my number. Reach out to me. So people like as far as people were clamoring to get on our stage because Mm -hmm. we're bringing them an audience. um, And our thing is about getting is about collaboration like we want to showcase people and give them a platform and help everybody grow we feel like when they win everybody wins we all win and that's the most important thing yes and i know that at this point as people are listening to this interview they are now looking for flights to arizona and <laughs> and and it's at, it's about that time where they have to actually they have to plug in the date of it yes. so when yes. should people be coming to this event when is it happening february 17th through the 19th arizona is hosting the super bowl so we we're doing it the weekend after the Super Bowl. We knew not to compete with the Super Bowl. It's like 50 million things going on. You guys really timed this right. Um yes, but did. but okay, so so how did you get content creators for the expo? How do you find these people? It was literally so many different ways we were able to curate this this expo. Number one was through relationships building. So when me and Nisha started this business, I am the person that basically likes to show my face a lot in public. She's more of the background person. So when we Mm -hmm. do vendor events, I've built up a network of people. So 
I was like, sis, this person, that person. And I would collect all these names. So I knew that when we started this expo, I knew who to go to. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we started rambling off names and we were like, you want to join? You want to you want to you want to be a part of this? You want to be a part of history? Come on. So it was yeah, it was part of that, too. And building and building up our network that way. And then Internet. Reaching out to people through the Internet and building Internet relationships with people and then Mm -hmm. also relationships Nisha's son's best friend. Mm-hmm. She is a pro dom. And that was the w- first person that we wanted to reach out to. Woo, was... Keeping it close, huh, Nisha? Yes. I know Princess it's so Shayla. funny. Like I've known her ever since she was a little girl and now she's a, she's a femme dom, but she's, she just gave us a lot of connections. Yeah. The other thing I want to add too, is that we wrote, we started our own podcast. We have been trying, we were so afraid, but we started our own podcast. And we're about to roll out episodes within the next week. We just started asking people to come on our platform. And Mm -hmm. from those conversations, they recommended other people. We got sponsors through those conversations. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, the biggest thing is like, we're spotlighting you. To me, I feel like it's about service. It's about helping people and providing, giving them a service and helping them grow. And when they do that and they know that you genuinely, you want to support them and help them grow then, you know, they're going to also look out for you as well. What's the podcast called? Sex, Love, and the Black Experience. Oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> well Another done. one of my ideas. Yeah, I've had that for years. Yeah, I was like, yep, that's, this is literally, I've been using that hashtag since 2014. And I knew that that was the name of the podcast. Yep. So, all right, so it sounds like you you have you have a network of freaks. Yeah. Let's just call them what they are, and <laughs> and, and you've you educators. We have yep. you know educators. So yes. you know it's a wide range of people, and, but yeah, freaks too. Right? Yes, yes, freaks, educators, black kinky freaks. You know, well, you know, you've recruited some some members of the family as well, or or in laws, or future in laws, or potential in laws. That's one sort. That's those are two sources. This is the first expo. Um, yeah. you mm-hmm. you've thrown you've thrown other events though. Yeah. Not so. We've, but we, were these like parties or or what? So we've thrown some parties, and we've mm-hmm. done our first event. We did was we we're, we're really big on naughty bingo, so we do those quarterly now. And we'll do a we'll we'll play bingo, but it's naughty, you know, and and they get to win naughty prizes. Yeah. We also we I think our first event we did a Black Love Valentine's weekend, and that was when the movie The Photograph came out. Mm-hmm. So we went to see the photograph, and then the next day we did our first live naughty bingo, and then the pandemic hit. So then we were doing a lot of virtual bingos. And some of those events, though, that you see are also other people's events that we have come and we always our vendors on those events, or we'll do presentations. We show our, we, we have a table and we have all of our naughty products out and we Mm -hmm. do demos and we talk about them and we sell them. And so it's a bunch of different things, but this is our big event. And then our ultimate goal is to do a play party in Phoenix. Oh, a play play party. Like a a life. I'm telling you, it's going to be lit. So, 
All right. So you didn't. So when it comes to, I know very little about Phoenix. Um, mm-hmm. How many black freaks are in Phoenix? I don't know. Like, they, is it hard to find people? It's a lot of yeah, undercover be, ones. It'd be <laughs> undercover for sure, for sure. <laughs> a lot of them be in in the closet hiding. We're only ten <laughs> yeah. percent of the population out here in Phoenix. So. Uh-huh. Yeah, so we be in the house in in the you know in the con- air conditioning, you know what I'm saying? Because it be hot outside, you know. But one of the things that we're doing with this, like we're just you, we know that for our people, we have to they have to dip their toe, you know what I'm right. saying? So we just give them a little bit, like it's come so on, we know if you want to see like a large percentage of people are voyeurs, right? So we play off of that, like come to the event. It's going to be some mild things and it's going to be some wild things. You know what I'm saying? So come mm-hmm. and, you know, check it out. See what you're interested in. And our motto is bring your curiosity and leave your judgment at the door. Yeah, that's actually a really good strategy because people could sort of pretend that they aren't really into a lot of things. But I know I know you watch porn. Like, I know you mm-hmm. like watching people like have sex. You could you could just come and do that. Just come and do what you know you like doing. And right, then if right. you feel open enough, you could do all that other freaky stuff you've been curious about, too. Very hard, though, with especially like with black conservative Phoenix. A lot of folks are very, you know, but black folks in general are very sexually conservative. When we talk Mm -hmm. about this thing, the first thing that people think that, you know, is going on is, are people going to be nude? Are people just going to be running around? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Nobody's not gonna this just walking around. Right. Maybe some other events. <laughs> some other events, maybe. Yeah, for sure. Miss Nisha B. got some goals. She got some goals. Right. Yeah. Make it the they got to it for a minute. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We understand because, again, that we're making history. This has never been done before. So we understand all of the, the questions and all of the, oh, well, what are, what are, what are people going to think? I don't care what people think. I want for my people to be free. I, I want our people to be free, free from bondage, free and just be liberated and just I don't care about none of that and so that was the whole purpose behind this event is to let it all go Mm. and just release all of that you are listening to the black and kinky lifestyle podcast Hey, fellow B&K fans, I know y'all are enjoying the show, but damn, we have to wait a month for each episode. I don't know about you, but that's way too long for me. That is one of the many reasons I support Bomber and Bell on Patreon. They release content on their Patreon every week. I really can't get enough of their Pillow Talk episodes where they get real personal. It's like having a backstage pass to your favorite artist. It also doesn't hurt to have ready access to the Bell and the Bomber through their private chat. If y'all want to join in the fun, head to www.patreon.com forward slash black and kinky and donate a few dollars a month to keep the show going. I know it's for a good cause and all that, but I'm just trying to get my fair share of this sexy ass podcast. Speaking of which, I'm finna finish this episode. 
for so many years, I was considered a prude. I was a prude. So it's funny that, you know, like I've talked to my friends and stuff and I'll tell them what I'm doing. And they're like, oh my gosh, like two years ago, you would have been like, hell no. Right. But I just feel like I'm like evolving sexually. And a lot of it's because I'm breaking a lot of those bondages and those things that that was telling me, well, black people don't do this and black girls don't do this and you're supposed to do that. And I think, of course, being older, I'm about to be 50. I don't give a damn anymore. And I want other people to feel that way too. Miss Nisha B, that you said two years ago, what happened two years ago? I'm just saying like each year, well, two, I'm, I'm just, well, two years ago, I wouldn't have considered going to a play party. I went to my first play party um, my husband and I went to our first play party, I think a couple weeks ago, and mm -hmm. it was a glow party. And I was so excited because I was like, oh, they do things. And so I was already excited. Right. But mm -hmm. I wouldn't have considered that. I wouldn't have considered just a lot of different things sexually. But once the more and more, you know, when you get into this industry and you start educating yourself more and learning more, then it's like those shackles keep breaking in. Like five years ago, I was like really in the church, like super, super in the church, mm -hmm. celibate for like six years and everything. So I wasn't even, it was like, oh no, clutch the pearls type thing. But the more and more I began to educate myself and just not give a damn what people think, the more and more I just felt freer. And what's so funny is that when I tell my friends or people, they're like, way to go girl liberate yourself like they're happy for me as opposed mm -hmm. to i thought they were gonna be like girl what you over there doing girl <laughs> you know what i'm saying so uh -huh. you know okay. it's, it, it's just changing perceptions mm -hmm. um and just being just being who you are you went to your first play party pretty recently i mean how did he respond nisha to that party um, i mean he was oh so a little bit background we met in December of 2021 on Facebook dating, we got married in October of 2022, but mm -hmm. we're like, he's over 50. I'm almost 50. And he straight up was like, I'm, I want to get married. He had been exposed to that lifestyle before. So he was, he was, he, oh, he knew was down already. Actually, he knew about, yeah, he knew about that lifestyle before, but I had told him when I met him, I was like, I'm not interested in now. I want to do that. But you know, <laughs> The more Mark kept asking questions, I was like, well, maybe I, I could see. We Let's see. Let's kind of look and see. But I'm taking it slow. I've learned a lot from your podcast. I listen to a lot of other podcasts about the culture, what to do, what to expect, not to expect anything, just go. But what I do love is that, like, I'll go and we don't have to play or do nothing. And I still got somebody to go home to. <laughs> Miss Kiki, actually, the last yeah. thing that the last thing that Nisha said was interesting because it mm -hmm. was like, um, uh, you know, you you go in the lifestyle and you're you're you know you you're sort of learning from these podcasts what to do and what not to do, mm -hmm. and you know I've been in it for a while, so it's like you know I'm not even thinking about that stuff anymore. But but right. I am now getting into BDSM. And when you mentioned the Dom that'll be coming to your party, yeah. that's 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 ready to literally play with fire. Yeah. I I'm like, I got excited. <laughs> I got excited when I got my little flogger in the mail and you over here talk yeah. about talk about pyromania. And yeah, I'm just I like, mean, I'm not there yet. You're not but, <laughs> why, why aren't you not there yet, King? Why why do you feel like you're not ready for the next level? You should actually absolutely follow Sir Marvelous, especially on his Twitter, because my God today, 
Woo! <laughs> it be putting me. It be putting me. To, it be putting me on fire. <laughs> yeah, no, like I'm actually the total opposite of Nisha. Even though I grew up in the church, and so for me, I grew up in the church. I was very, you know, heavily based in my faith and everything like that. But I've always been a little sex little person, right? Always had a, a wait, fascination a sex, about a sex. sex. I've always been curious about sex, right? Okay. I've always had this curiosity around sex, even when I was even when I was little. So my first interaction with sex was watching Real Sex on HBO. Shout out to HBO. Shout out to and, Real Sex. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So that was my first interaction was with Real Sex on HBO, Red Shoe Diaries. Shout outs to David Duchovny and Red Shoe Diaries on Showtime. So that's what I'm saying. Can I just say how interesting it is how premium cable was like the official sex education platform Mm -hmm. for our entire generation? I learned about prostitution on HBO. I learned about how to have sex in a taxi cab and... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then real sex. I learned about swinging and just stool sex on HBO. I was that one that always had that curiosity about sex. And so for me, it was just a natural progression, right? But I was so heavy in the church back then that it was fear that put that in me to not start my business because I was so worried about what others would think of me at that time and so it stopped me but a girlfriend of mine told me and said bitch go do what you do like (laughs) what was just do it and I'll never forget right because she put she literally put the battery in my back and I it was the best decision that I could have ever made for myself. My grandmother is my best friend. She's my superhero. Me and my grandmother and my great aunt, her older sister, were having a conversation. This was back in 2014. And something prompted me to ask them, have you ever had an orgasm? And they looked at me like I had six heads. And she looked at her sister And then her sister looked at her and then they both looked at me and they said in unison, what is that? A 65 year old and a six uh, and a 71 year old at the time asked me, I was only 27, 26, 27 at the time, asked me what an orgasm was. Unreal. Mind you, they've had children, husbands, the whole nine bit and asking me what an orgasm. Mm. And so I had to explain to them what an orgasm was. And in unison, again, they were like, oh, we've never had that. Wow. So (laughs) it brought tears to my eyes because my grandmother's my hero. So I'm like, okay, so if my grandmother's never experienced pleasure, I can't imagine all these other women that have never experienced that. So it made me want to do more research and it made me want to dig up more, right? 
And it mm-hmm. prompted me to want to start this business, right? So that's how I started, you know, went to and, and did bedroom candy. I love talking about sex and I love to educate our people. And it was just a natural combination. Yes, I got some pushback from family, from friends and people, my church friends at the time. But now that they see me, now they're like, I knew you could do it. I knew you could do it the whole mm-hmm, time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so it's it's funny. But, yeah, no, my grandmother, who is my superhero, she she was my, when I told her exactly what I wanted to do, she is my cheerleader. If she wasn't having all these health issues, she would be the first one to purchase her ticket. She would be right there in the front row. Mm-hmm. She tells everybody about us. Anybody and everybody. She's like, you know, my granddaughter got two businesses, right? You know, that, you know what she that's does, awesome. right? So you mentioned the <clears throat> expo, but is there anything else you got coming up? You mentioned the bingo event. Yeah. yeah. So our next bingo is bingo. March 18th. Yes. And it's it's in Phoenix at the Elks Lodge. We do a shout out to the Elks. These are uh, older gentlemen that are have yep. been around for the longest time. They have great stories. When we did our first Naughty Bingo, those old men were like, whoa, y'all coming back. <laughs> so well, coming it, back. I think it was because of me, friend. I'm not even going to hold you. I'm the more risque one of the two of us. Nisha is the more of the knowledge person in the group. And I'm the one that brings all the boys to the yard. <clears throat> and what do I mean by that, Bomber? Is... I do this thing with one of our male masturbation sleeves. It's called the helping hand. And I have 75 techniques on how to suck dick. Wait, hold on. 75? (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, what comes after like the first five? Well, you know, I mean, you might get put to sleep after, after number one. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm just saying like, you know, I'm, I'm that girl. So all the old men, after I did what I did with the dick and the helping hand, they was like, are you coming back? You know, Miss <laughs> Lady, you, you coming back, Miss Lady, you know, because you was, you know, you was no out there. No one had a heart attack or anything during the demonstration. I, I hope I, not. <laughs> but but that would be but that would be a decent way to go, to tell you the truth. Yeah, it would. Yeah, well, they wanted me, they, they wanted yeah. me to do it to them. And I was like, I do not come with a helping hand, I don't <laughs> come with it. So you know, you gonna have to find you or your own woman to do that with. There are these toys or these mm-hmm. these fleshlights that actually are in yes. the shape of a woman's mouth. Yeah, and I and I always wonder, are those in the shape of an actual like porn star's yes, mouth? Like, could you absolutely. get could you get like Some a molding? <clears throat> you could get a molding yeah. of your mouth and be like, yo, all right, look, I don't I don't really come with it, but I kind of come with it. You could get this other, <laughs> this other attachment. This other attachment for five hundred dollars, I'm sure. They I right. mean, the amount of money they would have to give me in order to do that—we'll <laughs> call it Kiki's amount, cookie. Yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, because I when I tell people that I'm a throat goat, it be shocking, folks. Like, really, like it be shocking people just what I do with my mouth. But I tell them like. I do not come with it. Like if, if you want me to come with it, okay, but there has to be a marriage proposal in that. So are you prepared <laughs> and ready for that? And then they say no. And then they back out. Cause I'm single, 
I'm still waiting on mine. I'm still waiting on my husband. So what kind of guy are you looking for? At this point, he just needs to be black and breathing at this <laughs> point. <laughs> That's just pretty much the boil point at this point in my life. Like, you know, I'll just, you know, as long as he's black and he's breathing and he got a job, I don't even care if you work at McDonald's at this point. Like, I'll... <laughs> I, I'm like, you flip burgers? Cool. I eat burgers. Let's go. Like, you know, <laughs> that's that's how I'm rocking and rolling. Cause I'm I'm like <laughs> I'm out here alone and stuff. Like, this is not fun. Like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to do merry stuff too. You know, I'm <laughs> trying to do, I'm trying to do stuff with my best friend, and I can't do stuff with my best friend because she out here with the marriage. Have a marriage, it's our business, so we spend a lot of time together, <laughs> right? Oh, her husband he knows that we talk pretty much every day, so he's used to like us just okay, they have their time, they need to talk and stuff like that. But I be wanting to have my, my, my boo time, and I don't have that. All right, well, y'all heard it here. Like, we got a lot of we, we have a lot of black men who are breathing. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know if they flip burgers though, Miss Kiki. But uh, but 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 they listen and they might they might holler after this, so don't be surprised. Yeah, I, after don't, I slide in the, don't slide in the DM, like I, I work at Burger King, I can help you out, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, don't don't do me like that, player, don't do me like that. You know, do me right. You know, if, if anything, if you want flip burgers, flip burgers at In and Out. Like, hey, <laughs> what, they can do, what they can do is come to our event they on February seventeenth sure through the nineteenth, and they can also come to our naughty bingo on March eighteenth. Yes. And also, we are going to be in Tucson February twenty yes. fifth for the Sex by Southwest, which is a collaboration with Sex Down South and the Southwest Love Fest in Tucson. Yes. And then we're also going to be doing the Southwest Love Fest April 14th through the 16th. And we're doing a presentation on sex toys for solo couples, group play. And we're also going to talk about LGBTQ friendly toys. And what the other thing that a lot of people don't talk about is because people who are differently abled, they like sex too. So we'll talk about yep. sex toys that are beneficial for the differently abled as well. Oh, that sounds that sounds awesome. Look, I really do appreciate you guys coming on the show this evening. Oh, this was so good. This Thank is such you. a fun conversation. And I'm <laughs> telling you now, we, we, we got somebody in Phoenix, Arizona doing some things. And you guys are part of the family now, part of the network. Oh. You guys were awesome tonight. I really appreciate it. Oh, anytime you want. Thank you. Yeah. Time. And if you come to Phoenix, because people are always, we have people come yes. to our DMs all the time, like, hey, I'll be in Phoenix this weekend. What's black and kinky out there? And so I'll go around and try to find some events and things for people. Mm -hmm. So you can hit us up on our IG at OM Goddesses 20 or Facebook at OM Goddesses 20. Our Twitter is OM Goddesses. And our YouTube channel is at OM Goddesses 20. And then our and our website is omgoddesses.com. Thank you so much. All right, y'all, I hope y'all enjoyed that interview. As always, you will be able to find information on all of our guests in our show notes. Check them out, follow them, message them, email them, connect with them, 
find out where their next event is happening and yo live your life i peace thanks for listening we hope you enjoyed the show please do check us out on twitter and instagram at black in kinky you can also find us under the same name on cassidy apg amore getaways and patreon check us out on facebook and youtube under black and kinky lifestyle feel free to email us at black the letter n kinky lifestyle at gmail.com bye black and kinky black and kinky, black and kinky lifestyle